right. All right, then. Welcome back to another episode of Bright Brains. Today, my guest is Flame. She's from Singapore. And uh, today we're going to talk about uh, archaeology and anthropology and things like that. Um, so, Flame, tell me a little bit about yourself, um, your background, and how you got interested in uh, this kind of subject. Hey, nice to meet you. Thanks for having me here. So, my name's Flame. I'm yeah here living in Singapore. And I, I guess I first got interested in this subject. This would have been when I was a kid, like five, six years old. And, and my older brother had told me that no one really knew who built um, the Great Pyramids. <laughs> and I guess right. that that was the first thing that it just like absolutely fascinated me from that time that there was this thing and no one knew where it came from, like really. Um, and I guess like, throughout life I just kind of started getting interested in, in in random things that didn't really seem to make sense from our own history so whether it was um things in archaeology or or things we found like you know like the idea of you know giants or anything like that and then yeah it, it pretty much just you know me reading about different things and seeing you know which things are provable which things are not provable and trying to see how it how it made sense with the accepted version of history yeah yeah, there's a lot of unexplained things in history, like um, like the Great Pyramids. That's one. Um, then you have uh, what is it, Stonehenge? You know, that's a fascinating one. And then uh, one that's always fascinated me was uh, the heads on Easter Island. Yeah, that's so strange. Like it's just a very um uh, iconic stone heads. And recently they uh, discovered that the heads have a body. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I remember yeah, when I first like heard that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious, like, what's your theory about, like, the Great Pyramids? What do you think um, is the the origin of the Great Pyramids? Was it the Egyptians or was it something else? Or So, I mean, my theory about this is that a, a lot of these things, so, so not just the pyramids, but, like, the, you know, the various things in different parts of the world, like I, I live in Southeast Asia, so I'm I'm not sure if you're familiar with Gunung Padang, but that was the the big pyramid that they had found in Indonesia, which was supposedly about twenty thousand years old. Oh wow! And yeah, and, and then of course at, at this time that, according to accepted history, we were supposed to be still hunting and gathering and not, you know, settling down in one place building massive monuments. Um, so, so, so I guess because of the existence of things like that, it makes me believe that, okay, if our version of civilization didn't build it, because we only started settling down and becoming true, you know, cities around, you know, barely 5,000 years ago, then there must have been someone else previously that had done this. So whether it was, you know, a previous, you know, age of man, for lack of a better word. Uh -huh. which I think is likely the case. And then, you know, so something happened to them that, you know, destroyed them and we don't have much evidence left of their existence except for some of these massive megalithic monuments. So it also makes me think that, you know, maybe they were specifically building them so big out of these massive stones for absolutely no reason at all to kind of make sure that there was something left of them at the end uh -huh. for some reason. So yeah, a bit of a random theory, but that's kind of like my what my thoughts have been.
Yeah, I know there's this one theory um, called Younger Dryas. Have you heard of that? Yeah, um, maybe you could have Graham Hancock. Yeah. Yeah. Could you elaborate on that a bit? Because I know a little bit, but I'm not like too versed on it. Okay, so basically, the idea of Younger Dryas is that the okay, we all know at the end of the ice age, the the ice caps melted and the sea levels rose by about 100 meters. So this could have easily, um, you know, wiped out many civilizations that would have existed at this time. So the the thing that people debate about is like, okay, at the end of the ice age, if it had happened gradually, the, the sea levels rose gradually and, you know, nothing would have happened. People would have just slowly moved inland. But mm -hmm. of course, the Younger Dry theory, something would have happened that pretty much instantly, you know, melted these ice caps, creating a situation similar to the, you know, the, the great flood that many, mm -hmm. that many different, I guess, uh, cultures do talk about which would have caused this 100 meter flooding to happen instantaneously, which would result in the loss of many civilizations. And, yeah. and the idea that, you know, a lot of things we don't we don't know about that happened at that time. And then I, I guess a lot of the specific time Younger Dryas was about supposed to be like 11 and a half thousand years ago, which does coincide with, you know, the end of the last ice age and the so-called beginning of civilization as we currently know it. So like, you know, what are really the odds of us only having records from this time when human beings, as in like homo sapiens, our version of humans have been around for like 200,000 years, but yet we only have just a few thousand years of history. Yeah. It's pretty interesting um, how we have no sort of explanation about any of this stuff. We just sort of guess. And my thing is, you know, I feel like there's a lot of um, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like the younger Dryas theory might answer a lot, but I feel like there's a lot of pushback from like mainstream, like academia. Why do you think that is? Hey, sorry to interrupt, but are you looking to reach a dynamic and engaged audience of curious minds? Well, look no further. Bright Brains Podcast is the perfect platform to showcase your business or product. You'll be able to reach a diverse and intelligent audience and engage with listeners passionate about personal development, technology, and more. Elevate your brand through thought-provoking discussions. Don't miss this opportunity to promote your business on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in the market. Contact us today to discuss advertising options and elevate your brand to the next level. Contact us at brightbrainspod at gmail.com to secure your advertising spot on Bright Brains today. Again, that's brightbrains with a Z pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Now, back to the podcast. I think... In general, in, in mainstream academia, there has always been pushback against things that went against the accepted norm. I mean, people were like literally burned at the stake for claiming that the world was round or not the center of the universe. Yeah. So it's very difficult in general for people to change what has been accepted for a long time. And... In this particular case, I think that people are very, very 
less likely to be acceptable of the fact that we might not be the first or the only or the smartest or the most advanced civilization to have walked this planet. But yeah, in, in general, I think, you know, whether whether in history, whether in science, that's pretty much always the case that it will be very, very hard to change what is the accepted norm. Do you think that maybe like uh, the powers that be like governments and like academia, they kind of like suppress this information like they don't want us to know? Like it's not I, just mm. the, you, so you think they do? I, I think that's definitely the case. But till till now, I, I still do kind of wonder what would be like the the reason for that. Mm -hmm. So that's something that, you know, I, I hope that we'll know one day. And I, I hope this doesn't sound like <laughs> way too far-fetched now, but it always makes me think of, you know, like the ending of the original Planet of the Apes movie, where they, you know, forbidden them from going to that whole half of the island. And then, you know, for obvious reasons, because they, they found out that their accepted version of history was completely false. Yeah. And it would have, you know, a life-changing effect on humanity if they were to find out. So I guess something along those lines is easier to just keep people ignorant and going on, you know, life as usual. So here's my theory, and I have nothing to back this up, but I think that maybe humanity was like really advanced and maybe they had like some kind of alternate power source or something. Because if you look at the pyramids and like Stonehenge, and all these other massive structures, we still don't know how they sort of lifted these like huge blocks, you know, right. even our cranes today can't lift them. And my thinking is maybe they have some kind of power source and that they don't want us to rediscover mm. that power source because maybe it was limitless, you know, and our modern society is based on fossil fuels. You know, so if somebody discovers something that could replace fossil fuels, then, yeah, our whole society would like change overnight. And I think that they I think they know this, but they keep intentionally keep it secret. You know, I know that's kind of out there, but it, it makes me wonder, like. um, For example, um, the Great Sphinx. They say that it originally wasn't uh, like a head on there. They yeah. say maybe it was like changed by something that came afterwards. And my yeah. thinking is if it was changed afterwards, like who changed it and what was it before? And then they also said the Great Sphinx has like water erosion yeah, on it. Yeah, which is, you know, it's kind of uh, kind of wild to me. But um, what do you think it would take for like, you know, like, is there like any kind of smoking gun, something like an archaeologist could find and uh, that could like prove this theory? Or do you think it's just we will probably never be able to prove it or, or I don't know? I, I, I kind of feel like at this point, no matter what you find, there's always going to be someone else that is going to be able to, especially if it's going to be like, you know, the majority of the academic world versus, you know, a much smaller minority, it'll be much uh -huh. easier to, you know, explain it away as, oh, this is not really true what this person is saying, or, uh, you know, you know, this person is just completely crazy or, you know, making up facts. So I, I think un unless, 
I don't know. I, I find it would be very, very hard to to change accepted history, no matter what you found, unless yeah. someone decided that people's mindset needed to change. Out of like all these like uh, megalithic structures that fascinate you, which one fascinates you the most? I mean, because I, I, like I said, I live in Southeast Asia, and before I was in Singapore, I lived in Indonesia for a very long time, mm -hmm. and. I guess it was very fascinating to be actually in a place where a lot of these things had happened. Like, for example, Gunung Padang is there, which I was lucky enough to be able to actually take a trip there and visit it. And then you have the the other human species that were discovered there, the, you know, the Homo floresiensis, the so-called Hobbit people, which again Hobbit was people. another, yeah, yeah, like a real, like, you know, we know, us homo sapiens we know neanderthals and then there were like a literal miniature race of humans that lived huh. in the islands of flores indonesia and so you, you kind of hear about these things on the news but it's funny when you can walk into an actual museum and and see the actual you know skeletons or things that they really unearthed in this place that i'm living in um so there's a, a lot of very strange things in indonesia itself and i guess being able to experience a bit more firsthand rather than someone else's version so it's, it's it's quite it was quite interesting for me do you think that like uh maybe you know there's a theory uh like the theory of atlantis you know that they say it was like a really advanced society that uh fell into the ocean do you think atlantis was real at one point or do you think it was just like a myth I think it's there are enough versions of that story that lead me to believe that something similar must have happened mm -hmm. because so basically Atlantis tells us of a very powerful kind of seafaring nation because they were, you know, in the ocean with the concentric circles. That's how the city was shaped and they described it like that. And, you know, I guess they were kind of, a not very nice city at, at war with the rest of the world until you know something happened that sunk it into the sea so that's the atlantis story and then you have the you know the the one in the hindu epic the um mahabharata that it literally talks about a city that is shaped like that as well like uh concentric circles that also was at war with the rest of the world for 10 years so it specifically says 10 years on, on both occasions and then at the end of the war, it was some secret weapon that was unleashed and destroyed it and sunk it into the sea. Mm -hmm. um, so there's like a few versions of this story in different cultures that have a lot of things in common. So it, it, it kind of leads me to believe that this must have been a thing, whether, you know, whether 10,000 years ago or 20,000 years ago, it at this point, our stories. Well, they are myths, but they had originated from something like an actual event. I think that's very likely. I mean, even now we're we're still like you know discovering new continents. Just just a few weeks back, they officially recognized the eighth continent. So, oh, really? Was, what what is the yeah, eighth yeah, continent? Yeah. It's Zealandia, like... which I guess we knew about its existence for a while, but they were debating: does it get to be a continent? So now they've actually officially recognized it as a real continent, based on like how the land is separated, how the different species of plants or animals on, on different 
versions that could have been considered the same constant but are not. So so now it's officially its own constant. You know what's interesting? So you mentioned about um about these circles, these cities, and you said mm -hmm. like a great weapon sanctum. You know, it kind of makes me wonder like what if they had nuclear bombs in the past? You know, what if that's what caused these great floods? What if there was a nuclear war? You know, um, I, re I know it sounds kind of far-fetched, but, you know, what if they were so advanced that they killed themselves? And, you know, it was like uh, it, we bombed ourselves back to the Stone Age. There's this quote by, uh, I think it's Albert Einstein, where he says something like, if World War Three is fought with nuclear bombs, World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. So maybe we we destroyed ourselves back to the Stone Age, and it makes me wonder because now with everything going in the world right now, maybe we're about to repeat that cycle, you know? And maybe that's all of human history. Maybe we just get so big, and then we destroy ourselves. We go back to the Stone Age, and then we do it all over again, you know? What what do you think about that? I mean, I, I I've thought about that many times, which is pretty much what I do think that we had, you know, gone through many civilizations or a few different times and ended up destroying ourselves, which is, you know, maybe one of the reasons why they would so-called try to not let people know about the previous civilizations and and then knowing that we're going down the same route and we're just going to destroy ourselves and be gone again. Um, but yeah, the, the, the idea of um, ancient nuclear war. So I have read a few uh, strange things about this. So there's this, there was this mine, a uranium mine in, um, sorry, now I forget which country it was, but in, in Africa. And so they, they were mining this uranium and basically there's three different, um, so-called isotopes of uranium. And there's one specific one that you need to use to build nuclear weapons. So while they were processing this uranium, they found out that the isotope they were trying to look for was like, you know, 60% lower than it should have been, you know, compared to any other deposit in the whole world. So uh -huh. basically what I'm saying is this uranium mine had already been mined. Oh, wow. Like, and they have no idea how or why, but the the going theory for this currently is that it had occurred naturally, so that this uranium naturally mined itself. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that kills me. That, that kills me. How like they try to say <laughs> stuff happened naturally? Like how how could that happen naturally? You know? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Maybe I don't understand enough to know how it would happen naturally, but so far that's the only self-mining uranium we've ever found in the whole world. We haven't found yeah. anything else like it. Yeah, that it's it's really bizarre, you know, how many unanswered questions we have. Like, um, you know, for example, one thing about the Great Pyramids they say is that inside the pyramids there were no uh, torches. You know, like you know, in a lot of these ancient like yeah, ruins, right there's there. like a place for torches. And they say that maybe they had like batteries and flashlights and things like that, which makes me wonder, you know, maybe there's this alternate energy, like I mentioned before. Um, I'm curious, what are some other like out there or not out there, but what are some other uh, theories that you may have um, 
about ancient civilizations? Well, I, I think just speaking of the alternate energy theory, so there's another uh -huh. theory. This this one, I I probably don't know that much information about it, but just something I've read. So you'll find that most megalithic sites, you know, whether it's uh, pyramids, whether it's Stonehenge, whether it's Easter Island, that for some reason, okay, aside from being all built with humongous massive stones that we don't even know how they lifted it, but they were also quarried somewhere very far away. So aside from getting these huge stones, they decided it was very important for them to bring it to this specific spot. So hmm. it makes me believe like the location was important or else why would they bring such a huge thing to that place? And then one of the things I've read is that there are apparently bands of infrasound that go around the world. Ba um, bands of what? It, infrasound. So, infrasound. So basically, okay, ultrasound is the sound that occurs above human level of hearing, so we can't hear it. Uh, sorry, the frequency is too high. So infrasound is the same thing, except the frequency is too low. So we, we mm. can't hear it, but it can affect us in different ways. Um, but anyway, so there are these there are bands of infrasound that goes around the world. And maybe these huge stones or monuments built in specific spots were a way of harnessing that as a as a use of energy, as you said, an alternative energy source. So, I mean, we can convert you know, other kinds of energy into other kinds of energy, you know, kinetic energy into light energy. Why can't you convert sound energy into something as well, especially if it's already there in existence going around the world? Hmm. That's interesting. And you know what's even more interesting is like you mentioned before. So there's the pyramids in Egypt. Uh, there's the pyramid that you mentioned in Singapore. Uh, uh, Indonesia, yeah. Indonesia, Indonesia. That's right. There's the pyramids in uh, like Mexico, uh, other places in South America, um, and there's possibly pyramids in Antarctica. Have you heard about that? I, I've heard about that. Yeah. So, what what's your take on Antarctica? What do you think is going on there? Yeah, and Antarctica is a is a bit of a strange one because I don't think anyone really knows much about what's going on there. Uh -huh. Um, but but there's another funny thing to share about Antarctica. So so there was this map that was so-called from around the 1500s. So this was before we had reached Antarctica in our current human, human civilization. Uh -huh. Now, not only did this map have Antarctica on it, it showed Antarctica in detail how it would look if it didn't have any ice. Uh -huh. So somehow or another, I mean, this person could have only made this map either if he was like, you know, extremely smart and managed to be able to fly across the world to the to Antarctica and map it out, or based on older sources of this map, which if it's Antarctica without any ice, it would literally have to have been way beyond any number of time that we even imagined people were, you know, sailing much less making maps. So there is, again, proof that there was a civilization before us that was doing a lot of things that we only barely learned how to how to do not even a thousand years ago. We, we haven't been able to to make these kind of maps for a thousand years. Okay, fine, maybe a thousand years by now. 
but then yeah. someone had done it you know many 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 thousands of years before that you know what's really interesting about um antarctica is how um the whole world kind of or at least like the first world countries came to an agreement to not like go down there and like not to like share it you know which is interesting because there's so much bickering between countries like USA, China, and Russia. They can't agree on anything, but yet they all agreed to not go into Antarctica or just to like do research. So, yeah, yeah my, my guess, it just goes back to what I was saying before, is they're keeping it a secret. They know that down there is there's something there, you know, and um I think that with climate change, when the waters start melting, we're going to start seeing some things in Antarctica. And it's interesting to see how the world is going to react to that. Um, so I'm curious, do you think that like aliens play a role in any of this? Like uh, like any of this ancient stuff, do you think that maybe we had contact with aliens or like maybe aliens helped build these structures? Or do you think that's all just, you know, uh whatever mm, well personally I, I don't really believe in the in the alien theory because whatever i've um read about it doesn't really seem to make that much sense to me um this is just my you know my personal thoughts i i, I think that the unexplained things that we don't know about came from ourselves uh. like humans in the past but I don't really think that, yeah, the the, the you know, pyramids or anything was necessarily built by aliens. Whether, yeah. whether or not we have at some point come in contact with aliens in the past is is probably another story. Um, maybe we have, maybe we haven't. But I I don't necessarily think that they were a part of, you know, shaping the history that we have at the moment. Well, yeah, that's my belief at this point, anyway. Gotcha. If you had a time machine and uh, you could go back to any point in history and like learn the truth about any like one thing, like what would it be? Oh, that's a very interesting question. I guess if you could only choose one point in history, I would probably go to somewhere around the Younger Dryas incident to kind of understand what really happened at that time and mm -hmm. what was going on before that time. And then, and then, and then I, I guess, and then you would know for sure the answer to pretty much everything that we've been discussing, or at least have an idea about it. I, I think that would be one of the points that could so-called tell us the truth about this. You know, what's interesting, right? So, you know, um, all over the world, there are all these floods happening. Like there was a flood, I think, in Libya, and they said like possibly twenty thousand people are dead. Have you heard about that? Yeah. And I think there's also uh like a flood in Italy or something, but you know, they showed these pictures of like before and after of Libya, and it's like so much is just like gone, you know? And because we live in a technologically advanced age, we have photos, you know, we can remember what was there. But, you know, in ancient times, once that's gone, you only had word of mouth to really remember what was there, you know, and it it kind of just uh, like I was saying before, it feels like this cycle is repeating, you know, 
So uh, that being said, it's uh, it's been about 30 minutes. Um, I'm curious. I'll give you the final word. Um, what what what? Um, so like I know I see you have like a TikTok channel and you make videos about this. Um, I know you're fascinated about this, but why do you uh, share this with the world? Why do you uh, wh why does it um, why is it why are you passionate about this? Why do you share it with the world and yeah. Well, I, I think that um so in in my in my actual channel, you'll probably see that okay, whatever whatever actual theories that I have, I I don't really get too much into my theories, but I stick more on the on the things that we have discovered that do not make any sense. Uh -huh. So I I would like people to just, you know, kind of be be aware of these various things around the world and, and you know, think about things, research things form some conclusions that even if you don't form conclusions, but even if your conclusion is just the one thing that maybe not everything we've been taught in school is, is fact. I mean, even, even from the time I was a kid till now, what was the accepted truth has changed and, you know, history and science will continue to change. And, you know, just, just, just an understanding that things might not be the exact way that we've been taught and people should be open to that idea and and you you previously mentioned that you know now we have photos but you know in the past they only had word of mouth but i i guess a, a final thought i would like to leave you with if if something happened to our current civilization regardless of what technology we have or what things we have or how smart we we think we are what would actually be left of us you know ten thousand years from now nothing you're not going to find any photos. You're not going to find any data. It'll be gone, just like everyone else. That's true. And you, you would have to, yeah. You know, there's so much uh, that we have that doesn't exist in physical form. You know, like it exists in the cloud. You know, exactly. like this video recording, it's only digital. Yeah. We don't have it, you know. And even if we did, like if somebody had a VHS tape or a DVD, how would they play it 100 years from now or 1,000 years exactly. from now? Exactly. Yeah, and it's kind or, of interesting. Mm. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go on. No, or, or like let's say, let's say if 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 our civilization had ended and the new one came around, you know, maybe they had their own version of computers or their own version. It's not going to be our version. Yeah. Even if they just discovered like you know something that had data on it, they they wouldn't even necessarily know what it is, much less be able to read it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. You know, I do. There are some things that I think might be. Uh, a sign that our civilization existed. One of those is like plastic. There's so much plastic in the ocean. There's so much plastic everywhere. Eventually that plastic will break down, but it's not going to go anywhere, you know? And I think whatever comes after us, they're going to be like, what's all this microplastic? What, what did, where did all this come from? You know? So I guess there's that. And also, um, terrible they, thing to leave behind. <laughs> yeah, it is. It but is. Yeah, you're right. Um, another thing is, uh, if they ever develop telescopes, you know, supposedly we have a flag and a lander on the moon and footprints there, you know, supposedly. But I don't want to get into that. But um, that <laughs> being said, satellites going around and stuff. So we, we yeah, can that's that, true. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, that being said, this was a great talk. Um, I'm glad I um, I'm glad you made time to come on. Um, I really appreciated this. Um, before I go, is there anything like you want to promote? Do you want to 
tell your TikTok channel or your YouTube or anything like that or Okay, well, um, if anyone wants to follow my weird channel of alternative theories, it's called Crypto Anthropologist. Um, yeah, you can find it on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, and feel free to follow me there if you like. Awesome. All right, then. Well, hey, take care. Have a good good morning to you. <laughs> yeah, you too. Have a good evening. All right, you as well. Okay, good night. All right. All yep. Right. Stopping the recording. All right, that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us for another enlightening conversation here on Bright Brains. I hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration to fuel your own bright ideas. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like and subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or however else you listen to this podcast. Also, we can be found on all major social media. Just type in Bright Brains with a Z. And remember, the brightest minds are those that never stop seeking knowledge.